You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, Winning Cures Everything. Today is Monday, February 22nd. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And whew, lots to discuss from a busy, busy weekend, and some of it didn't even involve things on the field. I mean, it's... Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the good thing about sports, man. The wheel continues to turn, and we have lots to talk about. Before we do that, though, the website is winningcureseverything.com. You can go and check out everything you need to know about us, everywhere you need to subscribe, follow etc. Share out the show, all that good stuff. Taylor jumps in. Chris did a great job on Friday. Yes, he did. Thank yes, you. I appreciate he that. Did. My goodness, it was a fantastic listen. Uh, if you have not listened to the podcast, make sure that you go and do that from Friday's show, February 19th. I was slammed with some rather unpleasant things that went on at my place of business. And, and today has been more of the same. I was on call all weekend. It was hellacious. But I am able to do the show today, so obviously I wanted to jump in with Chris. Let's go ahead and talk about this. Oh, winningcureseverything.com is the website. Podcast, of course. If you missed the live show for any reason, you can go get the podcast. Go ahead and knock that out. And our college football gambling content can be found at sbrpicks.com slash ncaaf. You can see, if you're watching the show live, you see the little advertisements that run at the bottom. You also see sometimes behind Chris, we've got the big banner and whatnot from our college football show. We do one show a week during the offseason. We also have other things that go on over on the website. So sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF is the spot to go and check it out. Or you can go over to YouTube and just search out SBR Picks. And yeah, this week's show is going to be chock full of stuff. So make sure that you go and subscribe over there and check out the show. We'd love to get some some people in there commenting, et cetera, et cetera. Chris, go ahead and tell me what went on today. You uh, made a little trip down south. 
if I'm if yeah, I'm correct. So so I uh, I spent the last couple of weeks trying to get me a uh, a COVID test, uh, not COVID test, COVID um, vaccine appointment, and uh, I had to go to Tupelo to get that done. Tupelo, Mississippi, uh, great area of Mississippi, by the way. I actually like Tupelo a lot. If you told me you got to live somewhere in Mississippi and you have to leave DeSoto County. If I'm not going to the Gulf, it'd probably be Tupelo would be my second choice. Both sets of grandparents for me and my aunts and uncles on both sides live in Tupelo. So yeah, it's, 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 it's a nice little small town. Um, but, but it's got enough people there to have all the nice things that you, you kind of want. Um, first, a first so, rock concert that I ever went to got to see kiss at the Tupelo bank or South uh, yeah. arena down there. Fantastic. Yeah, it's a, that's a nice little stadium. Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. No. So, so anyway, so I leave and I've heard it's about an hour and a half, two hours away, you know, depending on what part you're going to. And, and I've heard from a lot of people that you want to leave. You want to get there early because the line's very, very, very long. My appointment was for 1140 today. So I woke up, I got my guys started this morning on the job they were working on. And then I began to head South. I made sure I got my paperwork, I got my keys, I got my, all my stuff together when I left. But, see, I didn't know how the roads were because we were fighting a lot of white death, and school is still out around yes. here. My wife's car is an SUV that's all-wheel drive. My truck is two-wheel drive, nothing in the back of it, and I figured, mm, let's take the wife's car. They're not going anywhere. Mistake number one. See, this is where it all goes downhill. <laughs> so I get all the way to Tupelo. I get in line. I get my paperwork together. I get all my stuff ready. And the first thing I realize is, shit, I don't have my wallet. Oh, God. Are they going to ask for my ID? So I begin to panic. So I hit up some National Guard guy that was running the line. I said, hey, man. I said, shoot me straight, dude. I said, I drove all the way from Soda County. I said, I said, are they going to throw me out of this line because I don't have my ID? He said, no. Then I ain't going to check your ID. I was like, dude, you're the man. Great. He said, you got the paperwork, right? So I got my own paperwork. He said, they don't care. They're sticking somebody in the arm that has that paperwork. You're good. I was like, awesome. No big deal. I'm happy. Let's go. About midway through, I'm sitting in this line just idling. And I glanced down. I realized my wife's vehicle is at a quarter of a tank of gas. (laughs) And I thought, well, this definitely isn't going to get me back home. But we will see how far it gets me. So if you know the Mississippi geography, this is very local to us Mississippians. If you don't, just hear me out. I can make it way more than halfway back home. And I am running on fumes at the Holly Springs exit, which is about 30 minutes away from where where I live. And I pull over and I get into a gas station. And all I think is, is I just need some 20 year old that has Venmo because I've got tons of money in my Venmo. Okay. I've got plenty of money in my Venmo. I, I know I can get some gas. If I find some 20 year old Venmo first guy to pull up next to me. Hey man, I promise you I'm not some bum on the street. I debug everything. I need $10 in gas. I'll give you $15 in Venmo. If you got Venmo, he was like, got Venmo. I was like, sweet. <laughs> so we both pull our phones out. Venmo's network is down. Oh, you've got to be kidding. 
Venmo's network is not working at all. We sit there for 15 minutes. And I was like, dude, I'm now wasting your time. And I was like, I feel horrible. I was like, look, I'm a legit person. I'm not, I'm not trying to scam anybody. I was like, I don't know if there's a way to prove that to you. He was like, look, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He was like, I'm going to go in, I'm going to tell him to put 10 bucks on new pump. He was like, and if you, you know, if you get the Venmo, just Venmo be the 10 back. You don't owe me the 15, whatever. Well, I got all the way back home. Venmo probably 20 minutes after I got home, maybe about 40 minutes, 50 minutes after, uh, I met the guy. Um, Vimo turned on. I sent him the 15 because he had sent me like a pay request. So I didn't have to search for his Venmo account, yeah. which was nice. So I sent him 15 bucks then. And then later I sent him another 10 and I told him I'm giving him a shout out. He's got a company. He was in a company truck. If you live in the new Albany area and you need plants, go to Camp Creek Native Plants in New Albany. His name's Andrew. I'm not going to give his last name out. I will give his business out. Camp Creek Plants. Helped me out in the spot. Didn't know who it was. Didn't know I was anything. And, and let me tell you, this is a lesson for most people in life, okay? I'm going I'm going to be the guy that's going to cost you money, okay, one day in your life. <laughs> if you ever, if you ever find me in your debt, it's the best thing that could ever happen to you. Because I don't, I, I, I can't do dollar for dollar. I can't do favor for favor. I don't feel as if society should ever help me with anything. A lot of that has to do with low self-esteem and not having any personal value at all. But if somebody ever does help me, it is my responsibility to help them just multiple times over and over and over. And, and so I ended, he ended up getting $25 out of the $10 in gas. He gets a shout out. If I lived in the new Albany area, I actually have friends that do. I've texted both of them, his company. Hey, buy your plants this spring from this guy. You know, make sure you take care of him. Um, go to this business. I don't know who you're buying your crap from, but quit going to Home Depot, quit going to Lowe's and, and go, go to this dude. What was the, um, what was the name of the company again? Native. No, nope. That's the end of it. Camp Creek. Camp Creek Native Plants in New Albany, Mississippi. It's off of, uh, it, the address is 921 Sam T. Barkley Drive in New Albany, Mississippi. Oh, I can get down with that. I can get, it's it's so, nice to find some decent people in the world. You and I are very similar in that we hate asking anybody oh, for anything. Like, we, oh. we, every now and then we need an interview or something like that for our shows that yes. we do. And, and we hate doing that because we, we don't, we don't know that it's necessarily worth it to them. And, you know, while, right. while it may be, we feel like we might be wasting their time. Like, uh, they're giving us so much by just spending 20, 30 minutes with us. And, you know, it, it, people do it and whatnot, but, uh, but we feel weird about it. And that's, you know, you and I get on here just to basically have like a, a sports bar setting. So, yes. and, and yeah, to I, people, I, I have a hard, know. I don't mind working for money. Now, if I do a job and I, have, and we agree on a price beforehand that I have no qualms with taking money from people. I, that's an agreement. That's a business deal, whatever. That's, I, I'm not somebody that just wants to take nothing ever. Right. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm greedy and I'm, I'm ambitious <laughs> and I, I want things, but I don't like being in debt to people that don't owe me anything and don't yeah. know me at all. Like I was like, I have a guy that's on the clock right now while I was in this situation and he was about 40 minutes away from where I was. And I was about to say, Hey, you're on the clock and I'm going to give you gas money. I need you to drive to, 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 to Holly, Holly Springs, Springs. Yep. and, and give me, give me enough gas to get home. 
And, uh, you know, that's, that's a person that works for me and I'm taking him off a job. And I, but I was at that point where I was willing to do that because I didn't want to ask anybody for anything. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But it is nice to find new people. So, uh, so of yeah. course, Andrew Kent- took care of me. He's, he's the man. I appreciate him. Good people are still out there. that want to help folks. And because of that, one day you're going to help somebody and that guy's going to screw you. Okay. That's long story short, It'll you're going one day help somebody and they're going to take and they're going to take and they're going to take and you're going to be left holding the bag and that's going to suck. So that yeah, is what it is. You know, it, it's worth the shot because when it actually does pay off, uh, sometimes it just feels good to, uh, to help out people. And I think that sure. you know, there's a lot of people that feel that way. Uh, you and I do that as well. So, um, yeah. Akbar jumps in. He said, what's going on guys? Taylor said, uh, Chris is lawful good. I think he means awful good. Uh, and then Taylor also said, uh, uh, Chris, your article is a good read, by the way. Uh, definitely hope to Thank see you. more pieces from you in the future. Yeah, the Carson Wentz article on Friday was awesome. Uh, he said, reminds me of The Office when Dwight and Andy try to one-up each other on favors. That's right. That's a good, that's a really good episode. It's a really good episode. Yeah. So there's, uh, there is obviously that we, uh, again, Camp Creek native plants over in New Albany. Go and check them out. That's right. um, shout out to Patrick Mahomes. New father. Yeah. So uh, kind of a big deal. Obviously not uh, anything to spend a whole lot of time on. But, you know, you play in the Super Bowl, and he lost the Super Bowl, but two right. weeks later, uh, you ain't got too much to worry about with the football stuff, brother. <laughs> you you need to find a way to get some sleep. Like, uh, we all know how that you and I both have been through this yeah. uh, at twice each, and, man, it's it is some rough stuff. Especially early on, but it is a blessing. So uh, props to that and and his whole family and whatnot. That's uh, kind of a big deal. And we will see. It'll be uh, eighteen years from now. We'll be talking about where he's going to go to college and whatnot. So we'll see if it is. Oh, it's Texas a little girl. State. Oh, it's a le- oh, it's a little girl. I thought it was a little boy. Yep. Little girl. Little girl. What's we'll it, see where she Sterling? goes. To college. Is Sterling the name? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the name. I could have sworn it was, a, well, either way, if it's a little girl, uh, she'll be playing softball or something, or by that time, we might have women in football, so who knows? Yeah. Who knows? John Carter said, you seem like the kind of person to pay it forward when he's helped out, and the world needs more people like that. Also, uh, well-written write-up that you did. So, Thank a lot you. of people enjoying Thank the you. article that you did. I, obviously, I think appreciate you need to do it. I do appreciate that, because I'm very self-conscious of those things. Damien jumps in. He said, what's up? Nice to see you, What Damien. up, Damien? For anybody else that wants to jump into the chat, any platform that you are on, at the bottom left-hand corner, it will populate right there. You can be a part of the conversation. We are going to have a bunch of interesting topics today, so let's go ahead and talk about the first one. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Dion Sanders. Primetime Neon Dion. Played at Florida State and then played baseball with the Atlanta Braves and then played football for uh, the Falcons and a couple of the teams eventually. But uh, Yeah, played but, for the 49ers, played for the Cowboys. Yep. So, he is the new head coach at Jackson State down in Jackson, Mississippi. And they had their first game this weekend against Edward Waters, which I did not even know <laughs> did, was Did pretty school. good. Did pretty good. Yeah, it was okay. It was okay. Uh, they were expected to win. They were projected to win by like 38. They won, what, 52 to 53 Yeah, 33 to nothing, to nothing going into yeah. halftime and 52 to nothing final. Not bad. Um, I I will say this. The the game was nothing to write home about. The, oh, no. no <laughs> the post-game press conference was something else. Dion showed up. Coach and Prime was, was not happy. Oh, he was irate. He was irritated, and you could tell it immediately. He was pissed, and then he started talking about it. And he he was mad because somebody had stolen his stuff out of his locker during the game. Now, what all that is, phone, wallet, et cetera, et cetera, right? All of that stuff. And he comes out, and he's talking about it, and he is pissed off. And Jackson State comes out just a few minutes later and says, whoa, 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 it was not stolen. It was put somewhere else for safekeeping. So that nobody would steal it, because and where nobody it was found and where it was put was in a locker in his office. So where he thinks he put it originally, I don't know. That's I'm, I'm but very. I curious. would assume they give the coach a locker in his office for a reason, right? Yes, um, I'm. Do we think there's any world where Coach Prime is not not, not all, all there? there? It's so it's possible. It's very possible. He played during a day and an age where, where you know, CTE and brain damage is going to be a thing for these guys when they all one day kill over and we examine their brains. You you hate to think that some of the stuff that he has said through his broadcasting career has been a little out there. Little and out I there. have heard some different things about he didn't just leave NFL Network. No. He was asked to leave. Uh, I would say yeah, no, nah, that's that's a different thing. I don't know that that's brain damage stuff. That some of that is is growing up in a different era and and being yeah. raised a certain way and just never changing with the times. Exactly, and not you an know, excuse for it, but it it you know as like I said, at, you got to change. It's okay to be grown up that way. You can't control how you were raised, but you can control how you are after that point. Yes, absolutely. So all of this stuff is going on. Um, the, so Andrew Shirey jumps in. I could see him just being really hyped up after the game and not necessarily thinking straight. Well, he still swears that somebody took it. Like he's yep. still he's still to this like right now he is still saying it was stolen and I somehow I guess returned, which is insane. Which is just if that is the case, then it is what it is. But Stephen A. Smith came out today and said that Deion Sanders is doing a disservice to HBCUs and Jackson State specifically. By bringing this public and making those HBCUs look bad. Now, Jackson, Mississippi is not, what's the the right word for this? It's uh, it's not the safest place in the world. 
No, all the time. it's got a pretty high crime area. It 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 is that's where the most, stadium is. I will is. tell you that most but, states, I'm gonna bet around their capital are not the greatest places in the world. Right. And then and of course I don't Dion, understand I don't understand the dynamics about that, but because it doesn't matter, right. red state, blue state, you know, cheap place to live, expensive place to live. Around the capital is kind of always a little seedy, a little dicey. Um, it's just a lot for Jackson in our area, you can say, I mean, it's just a lot of poor people yeah. that are, that are struggling to get by. Now, the crazy thing about this, uh, and, and they had a massive crowd out there, oh, for the yeah. game. even, even after Snowmageddon and all that stuff, it was still like close to 10,000 people that came out for this game and, and they never get that. And especially for a game like this, Edward Waters is, I mean, they were expected to win by like 50 points, you know, That's right. <laughs> it is what it is, but it, it's it very strange to see. Now, I don't know that I necessarily agree with Stephen A. Smith that this makes HBCUs look bad. I don't believe that. Uh, no. This was he, a, they, they called it a, or he called it a premeditated attack because the only person's things that were taken, quote-unquote taken, were his. But that, that it, all of this lends to, he just doesn't want to look like he forgot where he put his stuff or he's the one that lost his stuff. Yeah, it's, okay. it's doubling Listen, down. I, I'll tell you this, being married, like, I'm not this person. I Once again, I forgot my wallet. Why did I forget my wallet? Because I put it with my keys because all of my stuff goes into a specific place so I don't forget anything. I am an old man creature of habit. I don't move anything. Everything is where it is at all times. Now, my wife, on the other hand, is a compulsive mover of things. I don't like where that is, so I'm going to move it. Because she moves stuff all the time, she can't find anything. That's so now, a, that's how where my did you put well. this? Oh, I don't know. Oh, what do you mean? You don't know. You're the one that moved it. I don't know. Doesn't, I, I got no clue. Nope. No I know that keys. two days ago I moved it here, yeah. and two days ago before that I moved it over here, but it ain't neither of those places, so I don't know where I put it. Car like, keys, purse, wallet, yeah, everything, whatever. And the, the lot of it. And so Phone. because I'm a creature of habit, if I change one little thing, it throws my entire like aura off. Like I, I miss every, like I said, I left today without my wallet. I don't know that I've left without my wallet since I was maybe in college. I've done it before when I've had to, so it, I do the same thing as you, but like it's, my but wallet it's, and my keys yeah, if are, I do it, are in the it's same because spot. I've switched my car or I'm not driving for one exactly. reason or another. That's it. when I swap and I have to take my, my wife's van somewhere. Yeah. Uh, then it's, it's mayhem. Like I, yeah. I, I don't have my mask. To go in places, I don't have my wallet to go. Like it's it's yep. madness. So I'm with you on that, and maybe that's what the, I mean. It was the first game, who knows, right? But this was crazy that this beca- of the of all the FCS news that came out. There was a fantastic game on Friday between South Holy Dakota State crap. and Northern that Iowa. Game went, we've gotten two like really oh, good yeah. games, and they were the first two games of the year. Neither one on television anywhere. We got to fix this. Somebody, there is some broke ass, low budget sports channel out there right now that's got to fix this. They need content, and they're putting crap on TV right now, and Wait. they can put this junk on. No, here's here's the deal. Uh, ESPN Plus wants FCS on there because they have had a high number but, of. But new then they got to put all of them on there. They can't want it, but then uh, we only want these games. Well, they've they've only got contracts with a certain number of conferences they get contracts they need to get more contracts i, I mean agree. obviously if if cbs sports was to put them on there they'd have to go get a contract right they can't just call them up saturday and put the game on uh damien jumped in by the way said hope your wife doesn't watch this chris uh no my, my wife has never watched this show <laughs> not a, not a, not not since the day we started four or five years ago my, my wife will watch every second time. of this thing 
Casey jumped yeah. in. He said more money equals more corruption. Uh, so that, yeah. that's talking about the capital cities. Uh, yeah. Taylor, by that's the way, probably the big thing wanted to join, uh, not join, wanted to point out, uh, he said his comment on last Wednesday's episode uh, was poking fun at the number of ads YouTube put in the video. Yeah, I'm going to have to uh, go back after, uh, eat. so it takes a while after these videos for them to process. I'm going to have to yep. go back several hours later and switch up where they put the ads because it is maddening how many ads they put. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather have less ads and us not get paid anything than than to make the show bad. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I've gone back and watched some of those. Uh, typically, if I'm going to go back and listen, it'll be on the podcast. But, man, like on the podcast, yeah. I can I can pick the two spots where it actually puts ads. Uh, with YouTube, it's just... Yeah, you don't, we don't have any control over YouTube. Uh, does. Let's see. Taylor said, NBCSN should stop showing all that boring car content. Well, here's the deal. They've got contracts with those car things. So, like... It is what it is, right? It, there are some games that will be on NBC Sports Network. Um, I wrote down it's uh, it's Flow Sports, Pluto TV, and uh, ESPN Plus. Flow Sports it's, can kiss my ass too, by the way. Wait, what's going on with Flow Sports? What is that? Flow Sports, they somehow got the contract for college baseball opening weekend, and you got six of the top ten baseball teams playing one another in a round-robin tournament. SEC, Big 12 cha- Challenge, six of the top 10 teams in the country playing one another. You can only get it on Flow Sports, and Flow Sports constantly messed up the graphics, messed up the count, didn't have any of their stuff right at all. Their stream went down constantly, and, oh, yeah, by the way, it's $30 a month. You mean you're three times more valuable $30? to me than Hulu? $30 a month for $30 that? $30 a month. No, you kiss my ass, Flow. You kiss my I'm, ass. I'm looking at it now. Flow Sports. So, Flow Sports also does like high school and stuff like that as well. They've I don't got, care what they do. They suck at it, by the way. Yeah, it seems like it. So, softball, Go on Twitter baseball, and, and look at look at the problems basketball. they had for the baseball. You got, you're talking about this ain't, this ain't, you know, piddly ass little teams that nobody's ever heard of, but they're good baseball schools. Okay. We're not talking about Cal State Fullerton, who's a perennial baseball powerhouse, but but nobody outside of a baseball fan's heard of them. We're talking about Texas. We're talking about Arkansas and Ole Miss and Mississippi State, Texas Tech and TCU. We're talking about big schools with big money and big fan bases. All right. And you can't watch it unless you you pay these whores $30 for it and the content's crap. No, no. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Isn't that why? Isn't that why the Big Twelve is supposed to have their own damn network? Isn't that why the SEC has their own network? Isn't that the whole purpose of it? Is so we get to see these smaller non-revenue sports. Wasn't that it? Like, oh, we're gonna air gymnastics and swim and give these other athletes in our conference some television publicity, and that's why the channel's on six hundred and eleven. Well, yeah. That's I. I don't. I, I don't understand why. Uh, or how like how these contracts work? ESPN has got some of the baseball stuff. Other than that, I mean, there's not a lot. You know, it's bad. we're we're missing really good content. Yeah, college for, football for right now. Awful content. The FCS schools are are getting getting the complete nutter shaft. All right, and and college baseball is completely getting the shaft, which is by the way the second biggest revenue producing sport that that all of college sports has. Okay. Yeah. So let's shit on those guys because they're the only other ones making us any money. Let's not boost these teams up that we might see in Omaha, which is the only thing that makes college baseball money. I agree. ESPN Plus, I did watch uh, some Alabama baseball over the weekend. ESPN Plus had that. Uh, I watched Georgia play. I watched several other things on ESPN. Like ESPN Plus was 
was my watching this weekend, other than like Michigan Ohio State basketball. Um, but that's I mean that's what I had on most of the time. Uh, Casey has jumped in twice here, and he wants to know what we think about uh, Luke McCaffrey transferring to Louisville. He said, do we think he's a good fit with Satterfield? And uh, he wanted to know what we think or who do we think will take a shot on Cunningham. I don't think Cunningham's going anywhere. Uh, McCaffrey yeah, was a high, or, uh, not a, uh, uh, McCaffrey was a um, uh, freshman last year. So, like, he's got three years to play, like four years, I guess. I, th- I think like, McCaffrey's going to ride the pine one year. Yeah, I think he'll be just fine, and he'll he'll learn that offense, and then he'll he'll come in and he'll probably be the starter. But he, there's going to be competition. So I, I think that's going to be fine. Uh, man, Casey is coming in with questions like crazy. He wants to know about Bill Belichick drafting another quarterback in the sixth round to try and prove he's a genius again. Um, he said, what quarterback has a chance in the later rounds to be a star? Cunningham. Um, it, I don't know about all that. I, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I think if Bill will find a quarterback somewhere. I don't know that it'll be sixth round. But and it, just, because, just because Tom hit doesn't mean that everybody else will. Like, it's just a, it's a connection thing. So, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, that does move us into the NFL, though. And I am curious your thoughts on this. It popped over the weekend that the Broncos are now the favorites to land Deshaun Watson from the Texans. They have less assets. They're the, bet- they're the betting favorite. They're the betting they're the favorite. Betting yeah, favorite, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. betting favorite. Uh, which, and that stuff has tended to hit fairly regularly. I am kind of shocked at this because the Broncos have less assets to be able to to trade for Watson. However, Watson does have a doesn't he have a no trade clause in his contract? Yes. So, he would have to pick where he wants to go. Why would you want to go be in the same division with Patrick Mahomes with uh Justin Herbert? I mean, obviously if you're a competitor it doesn't matter. Yeah. But well, I, I think if you're Watson you don't care about that because you are I I think Watson's the second best quarterback in football raw talent total-wise, across the board. So, Casey said, what if the Broncos offered? I don't think Watson wants to be in Mahomes' division. I don't think he cares about being in Mahomes' division. I don't think, I think, he, I don't think he's afraid I think of he's that perfectly role. fine with that. I will say this. As far as Watson is concerned, the skill talent in Denver is pretty good. They got some dudes. Uh, it's way better than well, what you got with the Dolphins. Well, that might be what it is, is because he knows he's going to get a good defense, and he knows he's going to get a great supporting cast. I'm talking, there might not be a better job than Broncos right now. Yeah, as far as quarterbacks go, for sure. Skill skill players outside of yeah, for for a quarterback, the skill players in Denver might be the might be. I mean, I think they're probably top five. You know, I, I don't know that I can name five other teams that have it better than them. Oh yeah, the the young talent. I mean, they're going to be there for a while. Like this yeah. is not something that uh, if I show up this year, then they're all going to be gone next year. They got dudes for days, man. I mean, it's going to be years before that that nucleus breaks up. Maybe that's what this is about. Like I, I, it surprised me because I did not expect them to be major players here, but I think See, this I goes either. to I show. I heard their name floated out, but I don't know what assets they're going to be trading unless they're going to trade away some of those players. That's, I mean, that would be the only thing I could think of. But maybe they, maybe they find a way to to toss in Von Miller. Maybe they toss it like they find something. I don't know what you do. Like maybe some of those defensive players you give up, but. And and maybe one like they are actually in a position to like maybe lose some of that skill talent. They've they've yes. got dudes. They I mean they they got three or four good wide receivers. They got a really, couple good, of really wide good receivers running backs. are all second year, third year guys. Yeah. 
They got Philip Lindsay, who, you know, injury issues and whatnot this past year. Well, running, uh, running back-wise, they're thin. And, I think they're thin. They've got two names that everybody knows, but that's it. Uh, Damien said, uh, wait a damn minute. Broncos trying to get Watson. The Bears aren't doing anything. Uh, WTF pace. Uh, and yep. then Casey said, I thought the Broncos were going to the playoffs last year before injuries. Sutton is very underrated. Yes, Sutton for sure. Yeah. Then you've got Sutton, Jerry Sutton, Judy. Sutton's you got up KJ there. Hamler. Sutton's up there. Yeah. But but the, all the young, they got some young dudes too. And I think I I think the next great tight end is going to be Fant. I do. Uh, I don't oh, know yeah. why. I just, I like the way he plays. I like the style that he plays. And that offense just changes when he's in it. I mean, he's got, he doesn't look anything like Kittle at all. But when Kittle misses time, the offense totally changes, even if everybody else is healthy in San Francisco. When Fant missed time, the offense completely changed. Even when Fant would only get three or four catches for, you know, 40, 50 yards, like not even put up a lot of production, the whole offense changes because he's on the field. This kind of lets me know that the Broncos are not sold on Drew Locke as their quarterback. Well, no, I, th- I, well, I think we, we talked know that, about that a lot. because they were – um, they're, I mean, they're in conversations for drafting a quarterback. They're, they're in conversations for Watson and they were in like a little bit of the Wentz conversation. Yeah. So no, I don't think anybody is sold there, which is really smart by the way. Andrew said, seems like the Texans really want a top draft pick to draft a quarterback and the Broncos do not have that. Uh, where are, where's the Broncos draft pick? You know, um, I'm going to, I'm going to bet it's below the Patriots, but I might be wrong on that. Let's see, draft order via ESPN. Uh, let's see, what were they last year, 6-10? and 10? Is that right? I got no idea. Let's see, hold on, I'm pulling it up as we speak. Uh, they have the number nine pick. Yeah. Number nine pick, you can get a good quarterback. Oh, you can get a real good quarterback. And so, you can trade up from that spot if you're the Texans to, to to you know, it's easier to move from nine to there from than from no pick to, to there if you need to move up. So, we would imagine Jacksonville is going to take uh, Trevor Lawrence, we think. Yeah. And then you've got the Jets, possibly. You've got, you know, the Falcons. Are they going to go after one? So, the, 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 the quarterback places that people are projecting. So, somehow the Jets have leaked. I've listened to a couple other guys talk about the draft. And the Jets have basically made it known they're going to take Wilson. Like, that's kind of the runaround everybody I listen to. Now, that's either a, is that a rumor that they're starting. They're going to take Zach Wilson. As number two. Yep. That is... Which is strange. Very, very, very strange. Very strange. Um, they're, they're far from a quarterback away from being great. So, uh, poor Zach Wilson, because I think that kid's legit and good, but he can't go to New York and be good. Um, and the then of course da- uh, the Falcons need a quarterback. The Eagles need a quarterback. The Lions. Well, the Lions probably are going to at least try the golf thing because the the their new personnel guy, their new head of uh, player personnel, GM, guy is the guy that drafted golf so he is a golf believer so i doubt they'll take it but but there are one two three four teams in front of them that are definitely oh well and the panthers panthers yeah the panthers Panthers have definitely tried to trade for every quarterback available so far interesting so there there's a lot of spots in in denver obviously again you said that you can trade from that nine spot up yeah you can you can package a deal to get from that nine so you could you could throw you know trade you know a two next year or a three next year to move up or something like that with you know because you're just trying to move you know four spots or something you you've got four quarterbacks that it looks like are going to be top 10 guys at least and and it could be more so there's and that's not including Kyle Trask or uh, Mac Jones or 
we're we're missing a seventh here. Um, I forget who the other one is. You, but you've got the four. You've got Trask. You've got Jones, and you've got uh, well. So I I always have Ian Book in that conversation. Which Ian Book doesn't have a first round grade. He's not going to go there. I would take him over everybody not named Fields, or Wilson, or uh, or Trevor. So here's what Walter Football has. They've got uh, Trevor Lawrence number one. They've got uh, Zach Wilson two. Justin Fields three. Trey Lance four. Uh, let's see, Mac Jones five. You've got Trask six, and then you got Kellen Mond seven. Jamie Newman at eight. Uh, Felipe Franks nine. Peyton I've seen Ramsey, a lot of 10, people have Elder. Newman up higher than that too. I think that's a little weird. I'm I'm not a big I'm not sold on that. They've got Ian Book down at number thirteen, right before Davis yeah. Mills, and then you get into like Dustin Crum and and stuff like that from Kent State. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting, interesting stuff. Uh, you know, it, it did surprise me, but maybe it shouldn't have. I, I do think if the Broncos land Deshaun Watson, that is a team to reckon with, man. That is well, they not just be that, but I mean, I, I said this when there were rumors that um, the Raiders were trying to trade both um, both of their quarterbacks to get assets so they could get into the Watson trade. And my 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 argument is is if that division ends up with Watson and Mahomes and Herbert, that's the best quarterback division maybe in my lifetime. I don't know that I've ever seen a quarterback with three quarterbacks that good at that moment. Not historically that good, but next year where those guys rank, you're talking one, two, and probably top ten? Yeah, I would think so. I would think so. That's insane. That is insane. I mean, that's that's a a lot of star power at the quarterback position, man. Yeah, it is. And it would be amazing. Oh, it certainly would be. Let's move on. Let's talk about the word disrespect. This weekend, we saw two very big instances of it in very different situations, but it's still another one of those where you better know who you're talking to. You better know what you're doing. We'll start off with Cam Newton, right? He's at a seven-on-seven event, and they are doing this, you know, at seven-on-sevens are happening all the time. Everywhere. It feels like Nike is always doing something, Adidas, et cetera, Under Armour, whatever else, right? There's a lot of seven-on-seven camps going on. And Cam Newton coming out, helping these, you know, high school kids prepare, get ready, just being around to answer questions, to give advice, whatever. We Yes, Cam Newton is not a very good NFL quarterback right now. But the man won an NFL MVP. He won a national championship in college. He won a Heisman Trophy. He made it to a Super Bowl. Yes. Like, there aren't a lot of people, uh, you know, playing in the game that made it to a Super Bowl. I am not a big Cam Newton fan. He went to yeah, a school no. that I don't like. It is what it is. However, you would never find me disrespecting Cam Newton or anybody like him the same way that this 16, 17-year-old linebacker from uh, the state of Pennsylvania did this weekend. He was calling him trash. He was all of these different things. They were talking back and forth. Cam Newton, of course, responding with, I'm rich. Like, do you really want to be talking to me like that? Like, all these different things. You never know who you are going to run into in the future. And and this kid is, what, three-star, four-star, maybe? Yeah. I, <laughs> Damien said, if you want advice from Cam Newton, you need therapy. Cam Newton is a multi, multi-millionaire. Yeah. Like, I, I would certainly take advice on him. In, and and when it comes healthy. to the game of football, he knows what he's talking about. Yes. I mean, my goodness. So, 
I mean, it is what it is. I, the, the whole thing was insane to me. And, and the kid did come out and apologize afterwards. He said it was in the heat of the moment. It was whatever. I don't care what it was. That was absolutely absurd to me. Uh, Andrew said, I'm completely with Cam here, but, man, I wish he said something other than I'm rich. He won MVP. That, that's just and his lack of creativity and yeah. just not being a super intelligent guy when it comes to this kind of but stuff. But even then, it doesn't matter what Cam said. My God, I'm sure that he was just astounded that there was a 16, 17-year-old kid sitting there trying to talk trash to him. Yeah. Like, if it was in a, a funny way, like if they're going back and forth playing, like in the middle of competition, but that this was not competition. They were on the sideline talking to each other. Like, this was strange. I don't care what the heat of the moment is. Respect the guys that have been there before that have made it further than you probably ever will. That's, yeah. that's all I'm saying. That blew my mind. Well, so here, this is, this is what I see from this, okay? This is a 17-year-old kid, no different than any one of us that has spent his life talking shit on social media. Yep. And nobody was able to do anything back to him. The most you could do is say something stupid or funny or whatever back, but that's it. You can't really hurt him. You can't do anything. And, and we now have raised these people to a point where they feel like they can say anything they want without any consequence whatsoever because they do it all the time. Yeah. This is, I mean, you know, the, you see memes about this all the time, but we, you and I are old enough to where we grew up to where you didn't talk shit to people because it was always where they could hear you and see you. And there's the potential that they just whoop your ass. The kid, uh, the kid's name is, uh, Jaseth Owens. And he, let's see, I don't even know that he's got a two, four, seven ranking. Now that I'm thinking about it. Um, but the kid did come back and apologize. I'm looking for his two, four, seven page. I don't even see one. He's got a max preps page. He's got da, 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 a huddle page. But mm, that's about it. Nothing, nothing much here. But uh, but the kid did come out and apologize. And what he said was, first and foremost, I want to express my deepest apologies to Cam Newton, my entire organization, and my coaches for my actions at the seven on seven tournament this past weekend. I did not intend for it to get as far as it did. First, I would like to start off by saying my parents never taught me uh, to disrespect. Uh, as a football player, I let my competitive side get the best of me, and it was a huge miscommunication. It was in the midst of the moment, and I realized how a lot of you took it as disrespect. I never meant to humiliate and let anyone down. I'm very appreciative for 7-on-7 seven seven to even allow me to be a part of the community and allowing me to be a part of the team I'm currently on. I realize this can dictate my future as a young man, having very big dreams and goals, but I will not allow this to stop me from getting where I need to be. So, again, I apologize, and I hope that I can be forgiven. Now, this is a kid that, so when you see apology like that, that can't, like somebody else wrote that. He read that. Yes. Or he sent it in his name. Yeah, pretty much. Like he didn't write that. Well, there were, there were enough uh, grammatical mistakes that, you know. That, that it, might be, but the way it was worded. Somebody like, told that, him he needed to put that out. That's right. That's, and that's and he needed to is. put this in there and he needed to put this in there and he needed to put this in there. Like, you don't, when you do something like that, you, you know how you can tell when something's a fake apology or a forced apology? Maybe not fake. Maybe you really do feel sincere, but, but you were still told you had to do it. Is you need to apologize to Cam. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you apologizing to your coaches? Why are you apologizing to the 707 folks? Oh, because they're the folks that made you do this. That's why. Because they jumped your ass. That's why. That's why you're apologizing to them. No, no, no. The only two people in this is, is them again. Yes, do you represent them? And yeah, you're a poor representation of them. That's, fine. That's a consequence of what you did. 
But the only person you owe an apology to is Cam. Is, and to stop acting like an asshole. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. It it blew my mind looking at it uh, because, I mean, the kid, like, I don't, nobody even knew who this kid was before that went viral. And, you know, I... <laughs> I just, I literally see these are, these are things going through his head that he would be tweeting that day, that moment, if he had his phone on him, but he don't have his phone on him. And so I'm just going to say him. Yeah. That, that, that's all I saw when I watched the video of this. That's all I saw was a kid without his phone. That's it. He that's does, all I saw. He does he not. Thought of, he thought of things that he thought were funny to say and to put out in the world. And he did it in front of all his friends. He does not have a 247 uh, profile page. So. Yeah. So it, he doesn't even have a ranking, and even if he did, it shouldn't matter. Like they're no. saying that he's that one of matters. Pennsylvania's of top linebackers. These veterans. Somebody brought up how Pat McAfee is not going to these camps anymore to help out. Like at some point in time, these kids are going to make these guys that came before them <clears throat> that could really teach them a lot of things not want to come help them and, and play with it. No, no, you're it's your world now. Let your coaches do it. I'm out. I'm yeah, going to do my own much. things. I don't have to be here. Cam could have been doing a million other things far more fun than that. <laughs> Casey's saying, uh, no respect. Kids, the, a kid doesn't understand it's rigged. That's why Cam said I'm rich. I don't care if I'm rigged to suck. Uh, yeah, so Andrew talking about Pat McAfee uh, saying not going to any more camps now. I hope this doesn't discourage a lot of these veterans from going to these camps that are so valuable to some kids. Uh, Gary T said that kid was a punk, and he apologized to Cam. He he tagged Cam Newton in the in, in the, the apology. Uh, Damien, you should never get advice from Newton unless you're looking for a modeling career. Uh, look, I just I would like to know like how he got to where he is. That's what I like. I mean, the guy knows a ton of football just because he's not great right now. I mean, it is yeah, what it is. The fact that he can't teach you football doesn't mean that he at one point in time wasn't great. Exactly. John Carter said, "Pure example of kids doing dumb stuff for attention. This just happened to backfire in his face and force an apology." Yep. That's that's the thing, right? It's it's the social media. I can say whatever I want to on Twitter, like you were just talking about, and that kind of leads us to the other part of this: the Oklahoma placeholder. He's a backup quarterback. I believe his name is uh, Spencer Johnson. I believe I thought I wrote that down. Maybe I didn't. Uh, Oklahoma placeholder. He got smashed by an MMA guy in a bathroom at a bar. He didn't know it was an MMA guy. He didn't know. He was know. a guy that was smaller than him, and he wanted to bully somebody. Oh, yeah. He started talking trash to this kid, and this kid looks over at his buddy and is like, yo, like, you think we should sweet in these dudes or, or just let it be? Like, maybe they don't know who they're messing with. The video on the – did you see the video? Yeah, I've watched the video several times, by the way. <laughs> it's another example of don't go assuming that you yes. can whip somebody. Just That's because right. you are an Oklahoma football player, that don't matter when it gets down to the yeah. streets, my friend. That's I'm going to bet a lot of skinny white guys in the world you could beat up that are close to your size or smaller because you are a, a D1 college athlete. Yes, you're a big dude, and that's okay. That's that great guy, that And that guy dude. you fought wasn't a big dude. And wearing that, wearing that long sleeve shirt, you, you just can't tell anything about him at all. That's a, Oh, yeah. Never, yeah, this guy's falling over yes. like... 200 MMA like fights. Never assume. That's right. Never assume. You and I have talked about this a lot. Ed Casey, don't judge a book by its cover. 100%. You don't know. You don't know what you're getting yourself into when well, you do what? stuff like this. Well, is, is, I'm, I'm so old. I don't even know. I'm sure this is, God dang. Who, who's the guy that said, You're going to learn today? He learned today. Kevin Hart. You're going to learn Kevin today. Kevin Hart, that's it. Yeah. 
I wanted to say Chris Rock because that's my go-to comedian guy, but I knew it wasn't him. No, no, Kevin Hart. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, 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 yes, he assumed, and then he learned. Oh yeah, and the guy that was with him, he got his rear end whipped too. And so I, that's the thing that always. <laughs> now I'm sure if that guy was talking trash as well, I've been involved in these types of things when I was a younger guy, and I hung around with folks that had loud mouths, and I can't tell you how many times. I don't know. I'm not going to say I got my ass. I mean, I, I I wasn't on the good end of a fight because of somebody else that I was with. And I wasn't even trying to defend him. I was just there. And I was like, what's going on? Oh, you're with him? Wham. Like, son of a bitch. I don't, I don't pick fights. What are I'm you a little doing? Dude. Like, you know me. I'm a little guy. However, no. I've always had bigger friends than me. Always. That The last one that I remember, we were on Bill Street at one of the clubs, and I had long hair and whatnot, and I, I got called a few gay slurs by, right. by some of the uh, patrons at this bar. And this guy, it, it, partly because of the girl that I was with, he was trying to impress her, I guess. But uh, but I had some of my buddies there that, and that's the last time I threw a punch, and, and it connected, but it wasn't me that, that did the whipping. It was all the all my buddies around me. And because we knew the guys that owned the bar, the other guys got kicked out, even though, you know, even though we, we technically started it, I guess. We started the the hand throwing, but uh, but yeah, it's I, I don't well, get involved with this mess. Well, this guy started the hand throwing too. Oh yeah, he, he threw. But now listen, <laughs> so I'm going to tell you a great lesson I learned when I was in the security business. There was an old, he was a retired police officer, but he was in incredible shape. He, I mean, worked out real well. He still was like a volunteer police officer, but now he was a manager at the same place, and we were at like a big managers meeting, and it was me and him and like four other guys. They were all like these are like gym rats. Okay. These guys yeah. are all like workout dudes and they all look great with their shirts off, whatever. And then there was me who was goofy and just tried to be funny. And, uh, one night we were somewhere and some guys were giving me shit, you know, being a fat guy, whatever, making fun of me. And they all kind of, you know, and he was, and he's the oldest one. I mean, he was probably mid to late fifties and, you know, he kind of was like, you need to stop this. It's going in badly for you. And he sat down and he started telling me stories about how, when he would like, do like uh like work doors at, at some of the clubs around the place where he worked he at and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He uh he used to always have to throw guys out and mess them with the bartenders or something like that. And he always told me this. He said there's one rule that you need to know about. He said, you're not a fighter. So you need to first don't be fighting folks. But if you're gonna fight somebody, I got there's only one rule I got for you. You better start that damn thing. Okay. <laughs> You better start it. You better hit them first before they even think about hitting you because you're not fast, but you're strong and you're big. And if you hit him clean and he's not thinking about it, then you might be able to take him out. (laughs) And that's what he used to tell me. He said, I don't care how big I am. I don't care how strong I am. I don't care how small the person I'm throwing out is. There is no, I'm walking over and tapping them on the shoulder or grabbing them by the arm or coercing them as, oh, she tells me he's a threat and he needs to get out of here. I walk up and I blindside his ass and I just knock him out because it's easier to drag dead weight out of a bar than somebody fighting you. You got it. You got it. was like, you want to win a fight? You start that son of a bitch. And I was like, all right. I like it. Good good advice for life. Since that point in time, I've never even come close to that, I don't think. But... Andrew jumps in. He said, picking fights with people all the time. Eventually, you're going to find someone who actually knows how to fight. Oh, yeah. I, I was so glad that we had a video of this. Uh, Damien oh. said, did anybody learn anything from the Nate Robinson fight? Like, damn, wake up, people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He said, you know you messed up. Andrew said this. You know you messed up when you're fighting someone. They pull out the guillotine choke. 
<laughs> yeah, that's that's when you know you're in trouble. Uh, Andrew said, always check to see if they got cauliflower ear first. Yeah, those are the people you don't want to mess around. Yeah, that's with. A, that's an important thing. You <laughs> might make fun of that guy, but but I promise you, that's that's a that's a very it's a very keen thing to, to not mess with. So. You won't be talking long. I can guarantee it was you. it was an interesting fight. I actually, you know, that's a, the the little the the tap on the face when he like when he first did the. You know, hit him with the left, uh, uh, kind of yeah. slap him a little bit, and then immediately come in with the haymaker. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, it was!" I'm awesome. kind of shocked that haymaker didn't knock the dude out. I don't because think because if you're not hit. used to getting hit in the face, I mean, you can knock a guy out pretty easily, especially oh, yeah. when they're not expecting it. But I guess his adrenaline's going pretty hard. Well, but I don't, I don't, because it was such a confined space. I don't think it was a clean. Yeah. Hit. So if it's a clean hit, you can absolutely knock somebody out that way. But. Either way, yeah. we'll talk about more knockouts here in just a minute. Let's move on to college basketball for a minute. And, you know, it, the biggest game of the weekend, maybe the biggest game of the season as far as the regular season goes, Ohio State hosted Michigan, and Michigan got the dub 92-87. to This was offensive basketball at its finest. I mean, these two teams were on fire from the word go, it felt like. And I love watching really well-coached teams. Yes. And both well, of they're two are. of the best teams in the country. Oh, yes. I mean, number three against number four, and Chris Holtzman is a fantastic coach for Ohio State. Now, I did not know what Juwan Howard was going to be when, when he came to be the head coach at Michigan. I liked him. I liked him when he got hired, but I also also really, really liked um, – man, my, I, my brain is not working John, with John Beeline. So John, John Beeline was the coach there before. Well, no, not so, him. I'm talking about the other former basketball player that was a big man that got hired. Uh, like, Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing, that's it. Yeah. That got hired like a couple of months before this hiring. Yeah, so. and so Patrick Ewing and and Penny Hardaway and guys like that that go back to their school. Like you always love the idea of it. So I wanted to bring it first off before we move into Jawan Howard, the best offseason hire by anybody at the end of last season was Michigan hiring Phil Martelli, the former St. Joe's coach. He was Jameer Nelson's coach. He took St. Joe's to a, an Elite Eight, almost a uh, Final Four, had it not been for Oklahoma State that season. All this kind of mess. But Phil Martelli is a longtime X's and O's basketball coach. He understands the game of basketball, and he can teach it insanely well. Jawan Howard picking him up to be the real deal coach helped out a ton with this Michigan basketball team. So that, I did want to bring that up. The other side of this, Jawan Howard is, to Michigan fans, what they wanted Jim Harbaugh to be. He's the guy that came back. He was the historical... Excuse me, go ahead. <coughs> yeah, yeah, I, oh, I, we get your point. You yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so Jawan Howard is exactly what Jim Harbaugh should have been. He comes back. He's the legend guy. He's the the dude. Sorry about that, by the way. Um, he He's everything that Michigan wanted Harbaugh to be, and... I don't know that Harbaugh can ever be that. And and I don't know, does Jawan Howard being there maybe put a little more pressure on Harbaugh no. to succeed? It doesn't have anything to do with it. You don't yes, think so? that's what you want it. It's what you want it, obviously. It's why you hired the guy. But it has nothing, the one has nothing to do with the other. The way basketball is ran and the way football is ran, they are... They are completely, yeah, completely different, different worlds. Yes. yes. It's, it's okay. just that Michigan One team is, is trying so... to get to the moon. The other team is trying to get to Saturn. All right? Yeah, that's a good point. 
that's, that's the, good like that's the separation of what basketball is. Okay, you get two or three good players on a basketball team, and you can compete with well coached teams. In football, you could be the best coached football team in the country and not win a game if you don't have dudes. That is true. And the the separation of, well, they're recruiting top 10. Yes, but Ohio State's recruiting top two. And there's a grand canyon of difference between two and 10. Yeah, you've got a valid point there. That's, this I, is why it, I don't think they're anything alike at all. I don't think it adds any more pressure. You think there's more pressure on John Harbaugh or Jim Harbaugh because the basketball team's doing well? Come on. Well, I know that there's already pressure on Harbaugh anyway. There's I just don't already know that pressure. Helps. There's no more pressure because they're good at basketball. If anything, there's less pressure. We're like, all right, we're a good basketball school. We'll take that. We're a smart kid school, and we're a good basketball school. We're, we're okay. Yeah, you might be right. I might be looking for more there than than there actually is. It just watching the game on Sunday really made me think that man, this is this is what they wanted with football and they didn't get it. So do you continue like do you do you keep Harbaugh around because he didn't get any NFL sniffs or whatever? Do you keep him around longer because he's a Michigan guy than you should? Like that's the, the, well, no. I mean, I think Jim Hart, here, you keep him around because the guy that you could get other than him ain't close to as good as him. Not not as close. You want to win at football, drop your ACT scores. Tell tell your boosters, tell your your, your not, school not even board, ACT scores. tell your president that we aren't going to be an academic school anymore. And we're going to go down south, and we're going to get a bunch of these kids that can't yeah. read. Okay, and we're going to let them into Michigan because we want to compete with Ohio State to play football because that's what Ohio State does, by the way. That's yep. That's true. They go that's find true. a bunch of kids that that are that are struggling to take the ACT, not pass it, take it. All right. Well, Ohio State also puts a ton of their resources into football. Michigan does that's not right. do that. They that's just right. don't. And we, we've we've right. talked you about that. You have to a change bunch. everything if you want to be like Bam. If you want to be like Michigan, you got to sell yourself to that. That's a devil you have to marry yourself to. Okay. Trill City jumped in. By the way, he said, uh, "Good take on Harbaugh. Uh, he's right talking about you." Harbaugh is a lowest-paid coach now. Why not? And he said uh, Jim Harbaugh is one of the lowest-paid coaches now in the Big Ten, and he is. Yeah. And so, it, he is. but he was the highest-paid coach in the Big Ten That's for right. a while, and now, of course, they have switched it around. Like obviously, if he wins a national championship, if he gets to the playoff, all that, he's going to be able to make a substantial amount more. And we talked about that when the contract was done, when the extension was done. Yeah. That. We think I love incentive-based contracts. You know yeah, that. More, I think every job should, should have done nothing but incentive-based contracts in it. Yes, more of these why, should why, be done. Why that was way. Jeremy Pruitt making what he was making at Tennessee before he got fired? Why? Jimmy Sexton. Why? Is who easy. the hell else was trying to hire Pruitt? Nobody. Well, who are you competing with? Jimmy Nobody. Sexton is who you're competing with. Yeah. You're, you're competing so, with no, agents. No, we're not. We're not pay you more than what you're worth. Pay what you're worth, and then have have your contract laden with incentives. Yes. Yes, indeed. But so, I think Jim Harbaugh's a really good coach. He's still a really good coach. I think he's. I think he's still probably in the top ten coaches. But when, uh, when you and I discuss uh, Michigan and Joe Milton leaving and whatnot on our college football show, by the way, we I, I do want to have a conversation about why quarterbacks have not panned out under him in Michigan for whatever reason. So we'll we'll talk about that. Make sure you go over to SBR Picks on YouTube, subscribe there, watch the college football show later this week over there. Um, and Trill City said Pruitt got paid more to pay players. That's a, maybe, maybe who knows? 
Who knows? Let's uh, let's wrap up today's show with this. Did you watch any of the UFC this week? I, I didn't know that UFC was on. So it was it was just one of the free fight nights, you know, whatever ESPN Plus nights. Uh, nothing major. Uh, Andrew Shirey said there should be incentive based contracts for coaches and players. What's the downside? At hundred percent, hundred percent. Downside is uh, right now you've got them in a situation where they are getting money just for showing up. So I don't know that they're going to be willing to to stay away from that or or go away from that. But either way, UFC Derek Lewis knocked out Curtis Blades this weekend, and it was the biggest upset in over five years. He was plus four hundred on the money line. This so is was why- that a bigger upset than the kid that was made his first fight in UFC that we watched last month? Yes. Yes, because he, okay. he was uh, plus 180. Like, okay, it, it yeah, not even plus 200. Crazy. I was about to say, I didn't think so. No. Plus 400 a big, big number in a yes, fight. Very, very much so. But this is 100% why you continue to take underdogs whenever it's a striker, right? That's the yeah. biggest one. Because That's it. yeah, yeah, if you got two jujitsu dudes there and one guy's a plus two hundred, yeah, there's a reason he's plus two hundred because they do the same thing or a wrestler. The if you're a better wrestler than the other guy, you're going to beat him over and over and over and over and over. You fight the fight a hundred times. The better wrestler is going to win all of them in a fist fight. All you need is one lucky strike. Yeah, and it's not even necessarily a lucky strike. Obviously, there is some strategy that goes into actually getting well, yeah, these punches. But, but but what you need is one hit. You just need one clean hit. And that's Chris has been profitable with UFC, even yeah. even after taking some of the favorites here and there. But, man, it, you hadn't bet on a favorite in a UFC fight in... It's been a while. A it's been a long time. while. No, and, and Andrew said Derek Lewis isn't a scrub. He said that's why I bet 30 on it. No, Lewis is not... A, we talked about Derek Lewis. Uh, he's the guy... Yeah, I didn't know that this fight was happening. No, he, this is, USC's got to do better at... Look, I'm in the, the sports world all the time, talking about this stuff, looking up information. How do I not know these things are happening? Am I just that old man-ish? No, there's just... With the COVID pause that happened and whatnot, there's so much that's going on. It feels like because there's FCS, there's college baseball, there's college basketball, there's, you know, whatever. All the NFL stuff that you and I tend to keep up with, there's Major League Baseball is starting up soon. There's a lot of news that's happening all the time. And if it's not a major, major but you UFC think fight. Somebody would throw something across a scroll or an advertising, a commercial to tell me. Well, that, I mean, know, there were some. I mean, I, like, we got a fight going on. I, I watched it, but that's because, like, I know what's happening. I, I tend to keep up with the UFC stuff. But if you don't, if you're not going to, like, the UFC page on. ESPN or something, or going to MMA junkies fairly regularly to keep up with it, then you have no idea. I mean, they just had a massive, massive championship fight last week. So, you know, it's it's insane. It's I don't know why. Like they they've tried I, to fit I too do much hate in. I missed it because yeah, that's that's what I do. I bet dogs that are strikers. I just yeah. <clears throat> true I'm, city. I'm never going The only time I take a favorite in a fight that's a where where they're both strikers or one of the guys a striker is if the the odds are like minus you know one twenty and and you know maybe plus one ten. Like if it's not worth the juice, then I'm going to take the better fighter or yeah. the guy that I think is the better fighter. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's the only time I ever take a favorite, and it's just and it just happens to be I think that guy's the better fighter. But if it's if it's plus you know. 175 or better, and I know the guy's a striker, look, I might lose. That's fine. 
I've lost money before. It ain't no worry to me. But the idea of just giving a guy that can knock you out with one kick, one punch, one anything, just that much odds, I don't like it. I agree. Trill City, by the way, said UFC does not have internet savvy on their staff. He said they've uh, they need more staff at UFC. Too many old guys. You part of UFC's issue is they they focus too much on. I want to say Instagram. They're not on Facebook. Well, I see as that's much. the thing is I don't have an Instagram. Instagram. I is, do, and it was just to follow Tom Brady, and then that's it. Well, they are they are kings at the Instagram game. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, David I don't want to get on another social thing. I can't I do know, it. It's insane. It's too much. I don't know how to do it. I, I I really don't know how to use it. It's the most old man thing that's been said on the show today. I don't know how to use Instagram. Well, it's I, I don't I don't do a lot of posting on it because like you can't post links. You can't put, and that's what I typically use social media for. But I like I'm not interested in posting a bunch of pictures and what I'm at the house all day. Like what, what the hell am I going to post pictures of? Uh, Damien said, "Hey, funny how y'all were talking about disrespect and apologies because I got a notification from Bleacher Report saying Chris Mack has apologized to John Calipari uh, for a video he did dissing the Wildcats. Um, so that it, we didn't we didn't talk about that, but Chris Mack, there was a video that came out after Louisville lost by like 45 to North Carolina this weekend." where Chris Mack was dancing around with one of his friends talking trash about Kentucky after they beat the Wildcats earlier this year. It is what it is. I mean, it's like, yeah, he's going to apologize, but he don't mean it. I'm glad that there's bad blood in that rivalry now. Well, yes and no. That's getting Ole Miss, Mississippi State, like, hatred level. Like, it's not – you can't have an intelligent conversation. It's not a good rivalry because it's – like, they really – They'll end friendships. They'll they'll, they'll oh, yeah. start real fights that like physically would hurt people. Well, when when Patino was there, Patino and Calipari, those two. But, but I really don't know, look, did man, not like Mac. Mac ain't backing down from Cal. No, he's at not. All. Nope. And that's the thing, man. Is it's just it's that it's not it's tough. It's I, tough. I like that's it. all I got to say. I I like having that. Um, let's say Chris Mack has to enjoy his one victory over Kentucky because he knows they'll lose the next five. I guess I don't know, man. I, th- I yeah, think Max a, good a lot of people are getting their getting their jollies off on Kentucky having a bad year. Be real careful with that. Uh, Kentucky's been playing way better as of late. Big, big They're win. Even at better, Tennessee. but they can't win the SEC, right? I think they could win the tournament. They, they got they got good players, and I'm telling. I'm going to tell you if Cal can win the SEC title game and championship and get into the get into the tournament. This they're is live, they're live dog. This is the and, spot in the season where their freshmen typically turn the corner and they start yes, playing really, really well. That's true. That's that's what's going on here. I mean, if that's you look at, at what uh, Kentucky has done here recently, uh, Kentucky is. Let's see. I'm a I'm pulling it up at Ken Palm right now. They are 50th at Ken Palm and they're eight and 13. I mean, it's it's crazy. So there's no chance at an at large, but they have won three straight. They beat Auburn, Vandy, and Tennessee. Uh, they lost by one to Arkansas, who is uh, Arkansas themselves have won, let's see, uh, seven of their last eight. And and it's seven straight in the SEC. But Kentucky was within, you know, they were leading Alabama with four minutes left at Alabama. Yeah. They lost by five to Missouri. They, uh, they lost uh, a tough home game to Tennessee, who's a, a pretty good team. They lost by one to Arkansas, and now they've won three straight. They are turning the corner. They've beaten LSU who is uh, number two or three in the conference, whichever way the, the standings fit right now. But they, this ain't a bad team. They they won at Florida. I mean, 
Kentucky has got the talent to be able to do it. They've got Florida yeah. and Ole Miss left on the schedule. You know, those are tough two. Those are two tough games before oh, the yeah. tournament. Oh yeah, but they're not going to have the prettiest seed. But if they get there and they fight and they win, oh yeah, oh big time, big time. Uh, Trill City wants to know our thoughts on EA College football returning. Uh, we we've talked about that multiple times. You can go over and find. Yeah. Uh, SBR, we did a big, big thing on it uh, over there on offseason week three, maybe, uh, whatever it was. Casey said, I think they are baiting Lexington money uh, to get them to win the SEC tournament. They're not going to. I'm a Kentucky fan, and Kentucky's working for Vegas this year. Missouri is going to win the SEC tourney. Uh, Missouri hadn't been playing well. So I I don't nah, know. Nah, nah, they, they, like, nah. we're, we're still. Uh, I'm not dignifying that with a response. Yeah, that's, I mean. It, they're working for Vegas. As soon as you throw that comment out there, you've lost all credibility. <laughs> Come on, Casey. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> so, uh, but yes, yes, uh, the the Kentucky stuff is is one thing. The Chris Mack stuff is what it is. Trill City said Instagram's tough. I had to use it for uh, these days uh, news hits. Instagram first, and then Andrew said, "Yeah, I find all my UFC news on Instagram." They are they're the kings of Instagram, but that's like part of the UFC. problem. I don't. Maybe I'm too. Maybe I'm too old for UFC. I wouldn't think so. I'm not their demographic. Nobody wants to sell me anything. This is the problem that I'm at in life is I'm not that old man range where you can sell me blood pressure medicine and, and, and adult diapers. And I'm not young enough for anybody want to sell me anything that I actually want in life. That's, that's a very good point because maybe but they don't I'm know at how the to age reach. where you should be selling me shit because I got money now. This is the first time in my life that I can go just piss money away on something if I want it. They should be able to target you on Facebook or on Twitter, and they don't do it. Yes, they focus I on like Instagram. UFC stuff. I follow UFC. So all the algorithms show this guy is one of us. However, they focus I, their I liked the new on- grill thing the other day, and literally I've gotten 20 different off-brands, you know, of this one kind of product to be sold to me 15, 20 minutes later. So it, it amazes me that uh, that they don't have that figured out as far as like your, uh, like that the has Google to be searches, UFC, UFC, like, UCF, USC, yeah, UFC. UCF. <laughs> It'd help if I knew what they're who the fuck they are. Damien said, "All sports work for Vegas. That's why it's all scripted. Damn it, TV shows and news work for oh, Vegas. Oh God, it's you and Casey ready. just get a room already. Ooh, you guys, you just guys. That's a good way to close out today's show. Makes sweet, like sweet love to one another. All right, we are going to close out." You guys have been fantastic. Thank you to everybody that jumped in on the comments. We certainly appreciate you for helping drive the show. And Damien, Casey, all you guys, you always make us smile. Even though we like to talk mad crap. Uh, yeah, we. <laughs> this stuff cracks me up every time. Uh, Trill City wants to know, will Monty Bates play college basketball? I think he will. I think, he, I think yeah. he'll go to Michigan State. He seems like a guy that's going to go play for uh, Tom Izzo. I think he's going to play. And so, um, but yeah, you, you guys in the chat, you make us smile every time. We certainly appreciate you jumping in. If you missed the live show for whatever reason, go download the podcast. Make sure you leave a nice five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. That would certainly help. If you're watching the video on YouTube, hit that like button for us. Share the show out to your friends and uh, and continue to jump in the comments even after the show is over. If there's something that you thought of that we missed or whatever, jump in with them there as well. We uh, we will go back and check those things out. As um, uh, Let's see, as Taylor will tell you, I, I will respond to them. So, is what it is. Uh, Casey said, later, fam. Later to everybody. Go to winningcureseverything.com. Go to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. Make sure that you subscribe to SBR Picks on YouTube. Our NCAA, off-se- or NCAA football off-season week six show will be up there 
I believe, on Wednesday. So go and check that bad boy out. And with that said, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And hopefully, you guys cash some tickets this week. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.